Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carpool Diem. Thanks so much for joining us again, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. It sounds a little grim at the beginning, but I think it gets better at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think so. Basically, talk about death, but whether or not it's okay for kids to learn about it. How early, maybe, and yeah. whether or not that you learn that in school. And I think you'll find that I'm the right one in this. Um, no, yeah. no, I don't think so. No, please <laughs> yes. stay in your lane. Uh, folks, please listen to this and go ahead and side with me just from the beginning. Yeah. You'll be safe with me. You won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in every week. Yeah. We're around here. All right. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. this car is that I should probably be more embarrassed about how messy it is mm. um, and I'm gonna get my the kids to clean it out this weekend for sure they're gonna have to clean it out because it's you know it, it seems thankless every time I clean it out you know they don't realize they just come in the car and like oh my god the car, the car is clean mm-hmm. I cleaned it but I'm, I'm going to involve them this weekend for sure and cleaning it out so that's like, a good man, idea I Get they them, have to get them to learn the the consequences of their their actions. <laughs> yes, and their collections because yeah. they both get inspired. And when we go to the park, they want to pick up rocks. When we go to the or or sticks, and they're like, "Look at this beautiful stick that I just found." I'm like, "What are you gonna do with this stick? What <laughs> are you gonna do with this stick?" And they're just so inspired by a random stick that then they just leave inside my car. Yeah. Um, but and the other day we were at our cousin's house and they have a a really nice like little almost like a rock garden space or something outside of their house and the two kids were playing with the rocks over and over again and of course towards the end of the evening uh they were like mommy can we each take a rock home i'm like no (laughs) these are decorative rocks and no you cannot take them home but i don't know what it is maybe there's a uh what is it uh, a caveman still you know yeah. gene right in in like a primitive a primitive desire desire to you know to collect those things we needed stones and sticks to defend ourselves or to be build shelter or you know yeah so maybe there is a primitive need that children have or attraction to rocks and sticks <laughs> um and leaves and and i mean i literally have a whole leaf right here that our daughter collect like this thing is like eight ten inches long <laughs> and she she actually got this from your mom's garden <laughs> so she your mom was so proud too. she was, she was so like, proud I got something yeah she's like look I got this from my mom's garden and what's interesting is that that same night she said mommy I don't want to be a grandma and I was like what and she was like yeah I don't want to be a grandma and I was like well, well what what does that mean and she said because I don't want to die. Because when you become a grandma, you die. Yo, and I was like, damn. whoa. Yeah, she she's did four. mention something like that. I'm like, I mean. that's death. And I was like, well, you know, when you when you become a grandma or when you're old enough to be a grandma, it means you have experienced a lot of things in life. You've mm-hmm. lived a long time. Um, maybe you've met a lot of people or you've had a lot of great adventures. So it's good to become, to you know, to be as old as a grandma or to mm-hmm. become a grandma. She was like, oh, because mama's parents 
died when they were grandparents and uh, and your grandma Nina died when she was a grandma and I don't want you to be a grandma and I was like oh my god what where, where are her thoughts coming from as a four year old yeah so about three days later I'm talking to your mom and your mom said listen uh, I was having a conversation with Marcelina the other day and I was telling her about there's a decorative um a decorative little statue that your mom has in her garden that she, yeah. she had gifted to her mother uh, some years before your your, her, your grandmother died. And she was explaining to Marcelina that, oh, I gifted this to my mom, Papi's grandma. And, um, you know, and, and then she asked, and then she said, but she passed away because, and instead of saying like, oh, she was very old or anything, she said because, you know, she was a grandma. So that's kind of like the word that she used about oh. her. So our daughter made the connection that, oh my God, Papi's grandma died your grandma died they died because they were grandmas so when people become grandmas they die <laughs> I mean your it's not mom, wrong it's not wrong but your mom when I told your mom that she had had this conversation with me she was like oh my god that's what she understood and she was just like your mom was just like so <laughs> like heartbroken <laughs> yeah so our daughter took that whole conversation to mean that basically if you become a grandparent you die so she doesn't want me to become a grandmother she doesn't want herself becoming a grandmother yeah. so <laughs> I mean she's not totally wrong on that one um yeah she had mentioned something like that to me and I was like man that's some deep you know, it seemed really deep. I, I was just like, oh my God, like, why is she thinking about this like that? Mm -hmm. But now that you mention that, I'm like, that's where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. um, I remember vividly, like, realizing when I was a kid mm -hmm. that one day my, you know, that, you know, death, like, that my mom would, you know, one day not be here anymore. Yeah. And it was after watching a, like a Discovery Channel thing. I remember being really young and my dad was watching something about like killer whales. Mm -hmm. And um, do you remember about what age? Like if you could gauge. I was probably like five, maybe. Mm. Maybe I was five. And I remember us watching this thing about killer whales and then something happened to the killer whale mom. And then this killer whale baby was like left, you know, Alone, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I remember asking my dad, "Papi, qué le pasó? Like, what what happened, what happened to his mom?" Yeah. And he was like, "My dad was like <laughs> completely unlike sensitive to the situation at all, and was like, se murió. She died. She died. <laughs> se murió. She dead. Like, yeah. She dead. Like, that, <laughs> didn't you just see what happened? <laughs> like, she died. <laughs> uh, what are you asking for? Like, she died. Like, didn't even connect. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. The idea of like. <laughs> my age or any he's just like he's been a straight 100 percent that's only our generation it's the only one that yeah. that has started to be <laughs> cons that maybe that conscious about conscious. <laughs> conscious about like yeah about the fact that children have deeper thoughts or deeper emotions that are like that actually exist because <laughs> She died. Yeah. What do you mean? Like she died. <laughs> like, it's he an didn't even cross his mind. No, not not for a split <laughs> second. He was just like, you asked, I answered. <laughs> I answered. <laughs> I rebonded. What's yeah. up? 
<laughs> no, it wasn't even. It was like no. in passing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, anyways. Yeah. Moving on. But yeah, like you're absolutely right. Like our generation is so much more conscious about, you know, the, the sensitivities you know involved. But when explaining things to children, but I'm I've always been one like that. Like I've been like you know you can't hide things from children. I but I feel like that. I feel like that's not good either. Like I yeah. feel like people don't oh, don't don't talk about death. Yeah. Or don't talk about you know this yeah. or that. Yeah. You know, um, I, honestly, like I feel like you know it's a good it's a good lesson to learn early. I mean, obviously yeah. not like cold blooded. No. Yeah. Of course. Like you don't want to. You know. But yeah. I, I do believe in in kids uh, knowing that death is a part of life at an early age without being like, oh, you know, you're going to die or they're going to die. Or, yeah. You know, but I, I do believe that it's important for them to know because I, I think that then when it does happen, maybe it's not when it happens close enough to them. I don't think I don't think you can save them from the pain or the sorrow or the, you know, or, or save them from the grief of of having someone pass away. But at least they see people grieving. At least they see people cry. At least right. they see people you know how people react and all those things like i was a little apprehensive of taking our kids to like that we i mean in 2020 where our kids went to like five funerals and zero birthdays oh, yeah. like that year was grim um but i think that they like have bounce houses at the funerals and shit like. oh my god <laughs> maybe their generation is gonna do that yeah you're invited to a funeral yeah with well, like clowns and shit oh <laughs> Well, different cultures, yeah, different let's things, make though, it right? Fun. Yeah, different cultures, different <laughs> things. Because in some cultures, it's the celebration of life. So, like in the New Orleans, right? Yeah. Culture, there's you know, there's a parade, there's there's music, there's. Yeah. I I love the idea mm -hmm. of the music and all that, but I think that I I think it is important to cry it out. Mm -hmm. I think it's important, and I feel like that moment of being in 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 the funeral parlor or being in the in the space with the family or, or whomever yeah. uh with the loved ones and being able to cry i think that that really is is so i think it makes the grieving process easier yeah. to be able to cry with other people or together and i'm definitely one who is i don't like crying in front of people i don't like crying in general but I, I think as I've gotten older and maybe a little wiser I've realized that or I've learned that crying is important and it's a part of life and it's something that we do and I think it's helpful to to cry like I think it, it's you know yeah it's definitely cathartic cathartic I, I, that's the word that I, I always like wondered you know how to have that conversation with the kids because I mean they haven't really I mean, I guess we kind of brushed over the topic, I guess. Like, they'll be like, they haven't really asked what, where did they go, right? They haven't asked, like, the afterlife or what, you know, not to me anyways. I don't know no, if they've asked no, you. Yeah, for, to me, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. To me, oh. Yeah. And, so, and it's always, you know, the thing about that question is that they've asked. They, they've asked me, many times, especially uh, Miles, our older kid. He's asked me because obviously he's older and he was more aware when we were going to all those funerals. Especially at the beginning of 2020 when your aunt and your uncle died before the pandemic, that they died like kind of back to back. Mm -hmm. um, so they got to experience like the Dominican traditions of funeral, the nine days. And with your uncle's passing, we actually um, 
my the kids and I actually went to probably like five of the nine days mm-hmm. of the prayers and all of that and um, and after that Miles started asking me to pray with him and to teach him the prayers and so I was actually I actually taught him some of the prayers and he asked me in within that those that, those couple months maybe like January and February when it happened um, he asked me where where did Tio go where did Papistia go and and I tried to explain it this way. I said, well, you know how there's like the stuff that we learn in school and then there's like the stuff that we learn in church. And even though we don't go to church like that, but I've, the way I explain religion to them is that in school we learn some things and then church teaches us another mm-hmm. thing. And that in our in our family, we are Catholics. That's our tradition. Is that our mm-hmm. traditional religion. And that according to um, our religion what our church teaches us um people go to heaven to a place where it's paradise and i try to explain to that but i say like scientifically though in what we would learn like in school let's say like in science um they just decompose well i didn't go that way (laughs) but i said uh, but i said that we learned that energy you can't get rid of energy right yeah and we're all made up of energy and we're made up of everything that the stars and the moons are and all, all like all that stuff right like i tried to go yeah. like that scientific route that way so i was like so you can never get rid of energy so their energy still exists so and you know maybe that was a little bit too over his head but i said and the way we keep them alive thank god for the movie coco because i was like you know how in the movie coco they were like oh she's forgetting about him so like he stops existing because they forget about him or mm-hmm. he's he might but as long as we remember the people that we love um then they're never completely gone even if we cannot speak to them and they cannot answer questions to us or anything like that we know that they existed and we have them in our heart and you know maybe and he was like four and a half yeah do you remember your first funeral or like uh, i funerals when you were i think i do yeah i do um when i was a kid it was in brooklyn and I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was somebody young. Mm. Yeah, it was someone young. And they. I think they... Oh, yeah. I remember now. It was um, this guy who got, like... You don't have it to was, say, like, it was like, just, like... Yeah, well, it was, was like a gang. Case? Yeah, it was a gang-related um, incident? incident. Yeah, I remember now. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I... I like you know it was really weird because yeah. you know he had like a lot of other young siblings and then when we went mm-hmm. there were like you know other young siblings there too so we were kind of like wanting to play oh. we were in that mindset where mm-hmm. like you go to somebody's house you mm-hmm. like you know they have kids your age yeah. and then you you want to play yeah. and um no you get there and like you know they're like everybody's like in a somber mood and you're like mm-hmm. you don't get it you yeah know I mean? you don't yeah. get it when you when you were a kid because um, i don't know my parents just never had that like that talk with us yeah about death you yeah. know it was just like you know oh mm-hmm. sh- she's dead you know what i'm saying like, yeah. I'm like what happened to that orca she died <laughs> your mom said that she didn't like taking you guys to funerals when you were little yeah so that she, she like she would make sure like that she'll try not to take you guys to funerals when you guys were little and um but now that you mentioned that that you went to like that you know that kid's funeral and stuff and you wanted to play with the other kids i think we were at either your it must have been your aunt's funeral by this time yeah it had to be your aunt's funeral so we're there and there's younger kids the little kids running around and one of the younger cousins 
asked an older cousin. And by older cousin, I mean, like, a cousin who was, like, seven years old and one that was five years old. Mm-hmm. So, like, the five-year-old said to the seven-year-old, this is a group of, like, you know, maybe six or seven little cousins running around within that age group, mm-hmm. you know, maybe within the age group of, like, five and nine or, or four and nine, uh, running around the funeral home. And then the five-year-old asked the, the one that may have been, like, seven or eight, said, hey, do you know where the bathroom is? And the seven-year-old, he was like, oh, my God, you've never been here? Come on, let's go, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I'm like, oh, my God, this kid has been to, like, at least three funerals in this same funeral home. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, and right. to him, isn't it something? Yeah. And to him, it's just like normal, like, oh, you haven't been to this spot? Yeah. Let me hook you up. I know yeah. exactly where the bathrooms are. Yeah. Let yeah, me yeah. show you. And in that moment, I had, like, a little bit of, like, laughter in my heart because I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, in a moment of, like, so much somberness and sadness. Actually, I think it may have been his, his grandmother's. Uh, funeral and I was just like look you know kids are just you know to them this is part of yeah. life it's becoming like part of that existence of just like oh yeah, we're at a funeral home like it's not scary maybe but I don't know if that's a dangerous thing too yeah no I don't like- think it's a dangerous thing I think it definitely is a part of everyday life it's just that we have such a big family Mm-hmm. You know that, and and we seem to be like repeat customers at this particular place. <laughs> so like you so know, we're getting a discount. Do we need to go set our plots? I know. I'm like, uh, <laughs> do you get like punch card? You know, like you oh, get like tenth funeral free. You know, oh Lord, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, man, uh, we we've been there very, a lot of times, and I've been there for like friends too. Hey. So I'm like, dang, yo, like this is a popular spot. I know, and so anyways, um. Uh, so the kids are very familiar with that place. That's with my grandfather, my grandmother, my uncle, my mm-hmm. my aunt, my you know, yeah. uh, who else? Well, Many like well, a the, lot of people, uh, like yeah. friends of family mm-hmm. and friends. You and, know what's interesting? This is also random. I can't believe our whole conversation has gone into this, but whatever. Um, uh, your parents went to do that whole paperwork for themselves, right? At the at the local same place at the local funeral yeah. home and cemetery and all the shopping way. for plots for plots for themselves right Eesh. so they went i know this must have been like this had to be like before covid probably but they were like on it because they kind of like got like a little shocker about someone close to the family passing and not having like that set up so they went and did it and just a year later when someone else passed away they went and your dad was like, yeah, well, I have a plot here. So I was hoping to get her to get her buried close to us. Um, and they were like, oh, what's your information? They didn't have your dad's information at all. And your dad was like, what do you mean? I mean, they had your mom's info and they had like that she bought, you know, the plot and all these things. And it turned out that when they went, his brother went with them. And for whatever reason, they used his brother's information on his plot. Isn't that dumb? Can you imagine if, God forbid, something had happened? And then you're like, no, my dad has been paying for this for like the past 15, 20 years. And they're like, "Uh, we have nothing. No, thank you. Bye. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe the person, (laughs) I don't know how it happened. They figured it out eventually. But for whatever reason, they, they had his brother's information under him instead of him. And he's like, what kind of like... What That's kind a of a weird messed you up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, they're in the business of like death, so they don't get like much in the <laughs> way reviews. of like returns. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Can I get my body back? <laughs> it's 
fucked up. Yeah, it is. Damn. Yeah, because his brother had gone with them that day, but I don't know if maybe if maybe they had turned in their ID or something, and the person... I was like, how do you, like, set up all this information in someone else's name? Uh, like, but, yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly how the confusion happened. But, anyways... I, I, think, I think they should teach kids. You know, like, how they say, oh, yeah, you know, kids aren't, like financially literate enough mm -hmm. you know uh, they need to learn more life skills how to pay bills and taxes i've seen that conversation come up in in uh in different uh, uh outlets um talking about like you know and then uh, this stupid uh governor, governor um just passed yeah, some law about one. financial literacy courses which okay you know that's mm -hmm. cool but you know whatever but they should you know we had home ec we had mm -hmm. shop you know in high school anyways i don't know if they still offer that but and uh they never talked about death and i feel like if they did mm -hmm. that would kind of put like i don't know like put things into a different perspective as far as like what you want to do when you grow up right like oh. you know what i mean like oh what mm -hmm. you want to do when you grow up like mm -hmm. that's as far as like we think yeah but it's like how do you want to like retire <laughs> or you know what do you want to do when you what what you know when you die yeah. uh, how how do you want to look back at your life or just talk about the things that happen you mm -hmm. know around death and yeah. you know and i don't know i think it would be a good lesson to be taught yeah. in school just like sex education be, yeah but i think that might be hand in hand with religion like i think i think that's something that the parents need to teach religion oh, and, and sex and is death. It? no sex i think because sex has a real uh, not that that doesn't have a scientific component in it but but sex sex education um it's can be something that can be standardized as to like you know vagina penis how the egg gets to the you know all, all this you know all this all that a lot of parents don't have a grasp on how that really works. Like, a lot of people are just like, you stick a penis in the vagina and the baby may or may not happen. <laughs> like, and people, a lot of people don't even know the name for penis vagina. Yeah. Oh my God, I oh, I have a whole story in my, uh, yeah. about an OBGYN appointment that I had and I could hear the lady next to me. That's a different story. But, so I think that that's why sex ed needs to be taught in school because there is real repercussions to not being taught sex education properly like mm -hmm. you and i are capable of explaining to our kids how you know how the sperm gets to the mm -hmm. you know all these things right uh but but a lot of people don't know that like a yeah. lot of people don't know that a lot of people you know it's it, sex needs to be taught properly in an in an in a structured way but because death is perceived so differently depending on your culture on your religious background on sometimes even maybe family dynamics you know like in our um like something as basic as like you know culturally for us dominicans when you go to a funeral you need to dress up like the men at the very least have to have a button-up shirt yeah. at the very least button-up shirt and put on some shoes like you don't show up in sneakers right and usually you wear black or white or maybe navy and maybe gray right like that's standard procedure like if you show up to a dominican funeral like you better be at least dress like the way you like you're going to have the very least a mild business meeting i don't know whatever casual business meeting i don't know and pictures don't people take, take pictures, pictures people take pictures why are people taking pictures I, just, I never like i'm That's i might thing. be very ignorant about this mm -hmm. and maybe i'm traditional mm -hmm. but it's 
to me, okay, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that may sound hypocritical because I'm saying, you know, death shouldn't be so taboo, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. maybe pictures are part of that. But I've seen some horrific things, like people snapping pictures at funerals, mm-hmm. like selfies at funerals. And I'm like, what the and fuck? posting them. And posting them. And posting them. And then, like, I've seen, I don't know if this is a, 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 a tradition. I mean, it depends, because you say Dominican, you know, funeral. Mm-hmm. But in DR, they do some wild shit, too, right? Like, they have, like, little windows on the coffin and shit. They be, that doesn't seem wild. They, they prop dude up. I saw, like, some videos that That's they prop no a dude crap, up. That's some no they, crap, though. They, like, put, you know, booze That's some no in crap. their mouth. That's something they, no. Fuck, no, I saw no, this no. dude with cocaine, and they try no. to get the... What yo, are you watching, yo, I'm my telling God. you. I saw that's not, no, media. That, but that's not like a Dominican standard thing. That's like some bullshit that people are doing now. But that's, I, that's what that. I'm saying. Like, even within, like, Dominican Republic, I don't know if there would be some sort of, like, standard protocol for what a funeral... I mean, in, yes, I guess there in... Is. Yeah, there is. Uh-huh. There is. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, some people wear memorial shirts, right? Some people mm-hmm. come in... You know, suit and tie. Yeah. Right, but you know, a memorial shirt isn't isn't too bad. What's you know a memorial mean? shirt? Like, have, you haven't seen like in in memorium and they all have, like, t-shirts the with, face the, with the, the face person, of the person. Yeah. Rest in peace and yeah. the, the year of their birth and the yeah. year of their death. Yeah, or whatever. those are. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. I get yeah. that because that's honoring the person who passed. Yeah. I get that. Um, but in other cultures, for example, like in like in traditional Dominican culture, I guess I'm gonna say because I didn't know about this propping up bodies thing. <laughs> That's news to me. Um, like you definitely, you wouldn't wear red, but I think you wear red in other cultures for funerals. But not in like you wouldn't wear red. Like red is a celebration color. You wouldn't wear red to like a Dominican, a traditional Dominican. Funeral. I didn't know that. Hell no, you shouldn't wear red? red. Yes, there's cultures that do. There's cultures that wear red or bright colors. To a colors. funeral? To funerals, yes. Like in Dominican public. Like, what else? Well, I just look in the closet and I'll be like, what? What do I have that's presentable? Yes. And that's what I put on. I don't I don't think about the color. But you think about the presentableness of yeah, it, right? Yeah, but if I wear a red shirt, is that like some sort of... Insult, yes. Insult? Insult. People are going to be family. talking about me behind yes. my back and be like, yo, this nigga actually wore red. Yes. Yes. I went to a funeral and the mom wore pink and people were like, why is the mom wearing pink? Pink, that's I why. Get. Like, you know Bright what I'm saying? Like, white, but, like, go in a white dress or... Have you ever seen um, Zoolander when he's, like, doing the eulogy at his friend's uh, funeral and he's, like, in all white and everybody else is in all black? <laughs> Anyways. No. But, but like, yeah, but look at this idiot. Look at the, Like, where are you going, my guy? You're in a school parking lot. Oh, I thought he was going to try to drive over the... Speaking yeah, of he all thought he white. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> but but that's what I was going to say. That's why death need to be, needs to be taught at home because different cultures, different religion, different family dynamics it, it all of that applies in when you're going to like to a funeral yeah so that's why i don't think death death as in the scientific part of like how our body you know stops if your heart and your brain stop you're done or you know yeah that's of course that part yeah but, right. but as far as like burials and funerals and stuff no i think that that needs to be taught at home yeah, yeah. I, I still think that there is some merit in teaching death you know, you can teach death as part of health, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if people don't take care of themselves, right? You get diabetes, you get kidney failure, mm-hmm. you go on dialysis, mm-hmm. you don't get a kidney transplant equals death. 
Okay. You see the that shit? I like, see. That I see, but I thought you were talking about death. High like. blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes can lead to death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like it's not talked about at all. Like, yeah. I don't, well, not that I'm aware of now, mm-hmm. but in growing up, Yo, death no. was not talked about whatsoever. No. And the kids are probably like, you know. And here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. my, you know, our, our son was, you know, doing his normal playing and mm-hmm. stuff like that over. You know, like, kids don't don't think about. Because they don't have the capability to do it. But I'm saying if mm-hmm. you taught them uh-huh. that, yeah, you can break your neck if mm-hmm. you do something wrong. And as a result of that, you can be dead not here anymore yes right like that this is what happens if mm-hmm. this happens mm-hmm. you know death can happen if this happens mm-hmm. death can happen if this happens you know not to like scare them but just to be aware not to jump off of a you know of a, 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 a try to do a backflip off of a, a monkey roof. bar or something like that you know yeah. what i'm saying uh but uh i just if their brain is not capable of of understanding that then i think that it just becomes a fear tactic rather than uh i'm trying to teach you something i think i i think i mean obviously that's I, that I, I think you're, a, you're 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 missing the point i, <laughs> I think you're completely wrong i think you're you know you should be taken off of this, this podcast oh my god if you mess up this microphone disconnect if you mess up this microphone, microphone no you're disagreeing you're gonna, with me so you're gonna stomp to cancel out. you you're gonna stomp out you're like canceled. um Listen, I guess as long as you don't smack me, we're good. Uh, well, <laughs> since you mentioned. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? No, I, I I, honestly think, like, it doesn't have to be fear-mongering, right? It doesn't have to be like, no, right? It could just be like, but if you say. If, if the, the cord is severed from the brain, uh-huh. right? If the if you're, you know. If you detach the yeah, back of your. If your spine is severed, if you decapitate somebody, uh-huh. they won't live anymore. Uh-huh. You know, because there's things that connect from the brain, uh-huh. you know, the nervous system. Yeah. And, you know, that's how I think you can present it. Not like if you jump, if you were to jump off of this, you know, that's why we don't want you to do it. Like, not, I don't think that that's the right tactic. I, I just think it should be something that's, I mean, I guess, yes, parents can, right? But parents can also introduce, you know, calculus. Yeah. You know I mean, like, I think that should be parents' job to teach their kids calculus at home, right? Or I think parents should teach their kids chemistry at home. I, I don't think that's that's anything for school. No, I think that got you. I no got you. No, because bang, <laughs> bang. Please sit down and take several seats. Actually, you could take, you could choose any. What? Because there is a structured way of teaching calculus, from starting from kindergarten, where you start just teaching the numbers, then addition, then subtraction, then measurement. You build up to calculus. You can't just grab a calculus book and say, hey, and you know, a over b. Plus a, you know, a equals plus minus square root of blah blah blah. I remember a little okay. bit of the quadratic I was formula. Like, yeah, you messed sit it down, up. sit down, up. sit down. <laughs> ah 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 ah. Take the spanking. Anyways, <laughs> it's a process. You build up to calculus. You don't just start. You know, you don't just get a book on calculus and learn it. If you you've never, up if to, you don't know to, the ABCs, grief, you can build up to death. I guess you can, but the process of it is different for every culture, I think. Yeah. Because the, the way it's perceived is different, where some people think you might, you know, some people think you're just done and done. Other people think you're going, other people might think that you're coming back as something else, mm-hmm. right? 
you know, the whole, that, that whole, you know, what is it? Yeah. Uh, reincarnation reincarnation yeah. so it's there's just so many different ways of processing death yep. that trying to teach it as a structured thing i get your point of like hey certain diseases kill you certain you know if you severed your spine if you separate the spine from the brain you're <laughs> fucked uh, see this is what happens if you when get you stabbed decapitate the, the frog yeah <laughs> oh my god we were making I was making salmon two days ago and Marcina saw me seasoning it and I was like I had like the skin tied up and she was like this is fish mommy and I was like oh my god she's gonna turn a fucking vegetarian right now and she was like nothing wrong with vegetarians just clarifying that uh, disclaimer, disclaimer. But I was like, yes, this is fish. And she was like, oh my God, mommy, where did you get this from? Is this the fish? Is this the fish that we caught the other day? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, it is not. And she was like, was it swimming in the ocean? And I said, yes, yes, it was. Then how did you get it? Like she thought I caught it. I was like, I went to the fish market. I didn't. I yeah. went to Publix, but yeah. I like the idea of a fish market. <laughs> It makes it more appealing. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy went to a fish market where they have all these fish. fish. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, that shit out the public freezer. And then Miles came to the kitchen after hearing her commotion and her excitement. And then and then she's like, Yeah, but it was in the water. How did how did they get it? How did they get it? And you know, she was kinda of like studying uh, stuttering and Miles goes, They killed it. <laughs> He said they killed the fish. It was like he's he's definitely my, my dad's um, grandson. Yes, he is. He looks like your daddy. He sounded like your daddy. I'm like, this is a... And I turned around and I looked at... I gave him a, a, this eye, right? <laughs> this look. This look. Which got, I and know. then what did she, did she react? She was like, huh? And I was like, oh, God. And I was like, well, you know, when they take the fish out of the water, the fish cannot breathe anymore. So, you know, so then they stop breathing and then... We can eat, and I was like, "It's the circle of life." <laughs> and I walked away from the conversation because, thank God, she got distracted with some yeah. other. I don't know. Miles was poking her or bugging her. Like Did she eat he just it, wanted though? her attention. Oh, she helped me season it. <laughs> thank God. I was like, if she turns, I mean, I guess the vegetarian is good. Yeah. I mean, what what are you gonna do? Uh but I I had her seasoning. I I measured the yeah. the the oil or whatever the olive oil and the seasonings yeah. and all these things. They both ate it all. Like she even ate sweet potatoes, such as I'm really into. And yeah. they ate their broccoli and all. It was honestly that whole meal was a success, thank God. Yeah. But I felt like it was a very close call. Yeah. So like I'm like shoot. Next time she sees me cooking chicken, it's gonna be a whole. Nother. But that's what I'm saying. Like why? You know, you could have. That would have been a a perfect situation mm-hmm. to be like. We have to kill things mm-hmm. to eat them, right? This is the same girl who I just mean, told me that she, she didn't want to be a grandma because she didn't want to die. I mean, I mean, she's gonna you start can, like, can I kill my mom so I could eat her or something? No, I, I mean, know. I, you know, but I mean, that's like a thing. Like, you know, death is a part of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it is. It really is. I, I feel like, um. You know, I, I feel like we shouldn't shy away from it as parents like mm-hmm. we normally do. And I'm not I'm not necessarily, you know, one to talk because I'm not like, you know, bringing textbooks of cadavers home or anything like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, but, I, you know, just as an examination of society as a whole, myself included. Yeah, um, I think, yes, we you know, we, we definitely have made death very taboo when it's a fact of life everyone that has ever lived in the history of the world 
every animal, everything mm-hmm. has died. Yeah. And I think there's a comedian that says like more people have died yes. than will ever exist at one time or something like that. Uh-huh. Something like that. But anyways, I, I just feel like, yes, I, I am one that also has thought of like death as a taboo topic yeah. to bring up with children. Uh-huh. But yes, I think ideally it should be taught in schools, but also like just, you know, in, in, in general, it doesn't have to be human death. Yeah. It can be animal death Mm -hmm. right and how we kill things and how Mm -hmm. we eat things and how Mm -hmm. plants you know it doesn't necessarily but i just feel like the the idea of Mm -hmm. the end of one of a life right can can bring a lot of value to a young person i think they can they can kind of um map their life a little bit more accordingly Uh than to just think of like you know this never-ending infinity life yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think, and I think. Maybe it'll make teenagers more responsible. Maybe if they're more aware of like, yes, your life can end at, at any moment. Yeah. Because I, that's another reason. Oh, well, obviously our frontal, our full frontal yeah. cortex is not developed and all that when we're teenagers. So, so, you know, so there's maybe like a limit on how much we can grasp as far as like the decisions that we're making when we're that young. Mm-hmm. But maybe if we know that our life can end at, at a younger age, if we're made more aware of that, mm-hmm. maybe that makes for more uh, productive life, for living a more productive life, because then you're aware that, well, then also you could create a daredevil, yeah. if you will, because like, I'm going to die anyway, so yeah. might as well jump off this roof or, yeah. you know, go hardcore parkour right. off of a sky, skyscraper somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the idea of teaching our kids to, maybe to, live their life aware that there is going to be an end at some point so therefore in the meantime what in the meantime right be, right you know yolo yeah so that's going to create YOLO. yeah so in the meantime that's, that might create uh uh you know or or it could create people that are more conscious people that are more educated and people that are more careful if we look about up their the decisions hashtag yolo Nobody's making the right decisions in if we look up that because hashtag. motherfuckers ain't teaching this shit in the school. They hear <laughs> from Drake have, in a song. I don't think we should. I don't think that should be taught in schools. I don't think that's something that we need to put into the school system to teach. That's why, like, I think irresponsible parents are the ones who are asking the school to teach their parents, their kids, religion. I think those are the kind of parents. Absolutely, that are it's it's parents who are the parents who wants their who want their kids to learn religion in the public school system are parents who are probably lazy. I, I mean, or ignorant. Or, or ignorant, like or they ignorant. They've never probably read another book in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't don't think that other people think differently you know than yeah, them. Yeah, differently yeah. than them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I grew up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. Like, this was instilled in school was the separation of church and state. Yeah. I like I don't know from a very young age this was very real to me and I yeah. knew mm-hmm. because I went well I went to a Catholic school when I was a kid like yeah. in my first couple grades uh-huh. then I went to a public school and then when I went to the public school I had friends that were Hindu yeah I had friends that were Muslim uh-huh. and of course I always thought you know why is their religion different from mine uh-huh. and I also had friends that were different dom- denominations of of, yeah. of Christian. Christianity. 
So then I, I always was like, well, why is mine's better than theirs? Or, mm-hmm. or why do what they think that theirs is better than mine? Mm-hmm. Right. And so from a very early age, yeah. that little dialogue was was churning in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I would actually ask my mom or my dad and, mm-hmm. and, and my whatever religious people that I had in, you know, gro- going to like CCD class yeah. or, you know, whatever it was or like, you know, retreats and stuff or youth and they would always tell me like yeah you know everybody has different beliefs and uh-huh. i'm just like well hmm okay so uh-huh. they have their beliefs but in school it was always the separation right so it was like yeah. i always understood that it wasn't just my religion yeah that it just wasn't you know one religion versus the other yeah you know what i mean it wasn't like a competition uh-huh. and but then but then i always kind of like valued that as well like yeah, yeah you know i don't need somebody like pressing me about one religion or the other if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm not of that religion you know yeah, what I'm saying so yeah. I always appreciated that aspect mm-hmm. I don't see why anyone wouldn't right mm-hmm. unless you're just so like small minded yeah and ignorant I about so. the the size and scope of the the complexities of the world yeah my grandmother who raised me and had no real schooling and she didn't even know how to write. All she knew how to read was the Bible because her father said, you need to learn how to read so you can read the Bible, right? This is my grandmother who up until she was essentially forced to marry my grandfather or guilted into marrying my godfather, my grandfather, um, she wanted to be a nun, right? This is my grandmother who went to church every day. And the days that she wasn't in church for mass, she was in church to clean or to help or blah, blah, blah. That's my grandmother. And she was very big on Everybody gets to believe whatever they want to believe. Mm-hmm. She was very big on us going to our Catholic church, obviously, but she never forced it upon upon us. We had to go every Sunday, of course, and we had to follow Lent, and we had to do... Well, now we were very young. Like, mm-hmm. She only started like teaching us about Lent when we were maybe like seven or something. Mm-hmm. That grandmother who was so dedicated to the church was so open-minded about people dancing, about other people's religion just like oh they just you know they believe something else you know this is what we believe and this is what they believe and to me it's like if a woman who was as wonderful and pure and dedicated to the catholic church as my grandmother was was capable of seeing the world that way i also i think her ability to see the church that way or see the world that way trickles down it trickles down so your parents are, are maybe not thinking like oh those are those crazy Muslims or those crazy something somethings or those you know they're not making you feel like yours is superior to everybody else's so so in your so then you grow up with like no my my religion is mine or whatever my family believes is my family's and you get to believe yours don't push yours onto mine I'm not pushing yours onto yours so I think that that's where it comes from like if the if the people that are teaching you the your family your core you you know your your nucleus is is open about other people's and and accepting of other people's you know religion and stuff you grow up knowing that oh you get to believe yours and i get to believe mine and that's fine but i think that there's people that are so um insulated in not only their beliefs but in their culture that they they feel you know like small-minded people like you said small-minded people have also a small world you know if they bother to travel outside of some People, you know, don't even travel outside of their state, much less outside of the country. Um, so they feel like, well, I was taught that, you know, you die, you go to heaven or you die, you go to hell. And that's what I want my kids to know. 
But what I what frustrates me is their insistence in wanting everybody else's kids to mm-hmm. do and know the very same thing. When this country was literally founded on, we do not have a national religion, yeah. and church and state should be separate. Yep. yep. Like that's you know that that does anger me, and maybe that's another big factor of why I don't think that death should be taught in school, in public schools. Yeah, no, I I can see that. I can see that point, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just that you're wrong. <laughs> Please enjoy this smack when I brought you whole four circle, full circle, sim circumference, yeah, uh, radius, <laughs> all of it. Go ahead and calculate yeah, uh, that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You do a geometry over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Death doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't. It's, I see. It, and I, I, see I don't that. think that it is. I mm-hmm. think death can be presented in a scientific way just the same way birth can be presented in a scientific way in Mm -hmm. my opinion and i think that kids shouldn't you don't need to be like when you're dead you're gone oh boo hoo hoo you know nothing happens i'm not preaching atheism here yeah you know i'm just saying you know what clinical death means how you can prevent death what's the average age uh, you know life expectancy you know what is the most common cause of death you know those mm-hmm. kinds of things you know yeah. what i mean yeah. um but i i completely am sensitive to the fact that you know um kids uh you know it, it's it's an ugly topic but i, I feel like a lot of times you know we want to like sugarcoat everything we're presenting to our kids as if mm-hmm. you know the easter bunny is real you know, I, um, I, and, and we all we only want to dress them in glittery clothing and we want to, you know, pretend like, you know, uh, candy three times a day is a is a is a real thing. Um, let's, be, let's be mindful, though, of the stage that we are in in parenting yeah. where it is acceptable for our kids to believe in Easter Bunny and, and Santa Claus. And by the way, also healthy. And it's acceptable for them to, you know, for them to wear glittery I'm not stuff, saying that know? it is. I'm just saying, but, like, it doesn't always have to be like that. No, it's true. It doesn't you know, always like, have to be like that. You have to kind of keep it real mm-hmm. because there are evil people out there. Yes. And life is 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 uh, is, is a fragile thing, you know, yeah. that, that should be... Um, Precious and protected. I mean, you know, it's not that we don't, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like you know, that conversation could be had in an educational way, uh-huh. um, at least in a very introductory manner. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. It, even, even it doesn't have to be a course, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be sex education, but it could mm-hmm. be like a part of sex education or part of like mm-hmm. health education yeah. or okay. physical education, but oh. something, right? Because yeah, I don't like think... A unit of... Yeah, because you're like, you know, a lot more sensitive about that than most people but like i i I, you know places like oklahoma Mm -hmm. or mississippi no offense to anybody who's listening that's from there but there those states tend to be a little bit more conservative and their views and even within the community don't necessarily present it in a way that i think would be objective yeah you know what i'm saying so i think if, if if schools had something that you know, was a little bit more objective, then we can kind of standardize mm-hmm. kind of like the expectation. I really think it would be a powerful thing that could that could help society and, and make make uh, make things better for, for a lot of people. Mm. Oh. OK, 
Okay, I see. I rest you. my case. I see. And um, take several seats. <laughs> take several. You're just reusing benches. my joke. So I think since you're reusing my joke, I think that that obliterates. Oh really? Your uh, claim. <laughs> to have somehow bested me uh, in this discussion I think. let the record show <laughs> you could you could have you how can. about this one? take a seat in the nosebleeds you what? can't afford front row seats you just, you just, to this uh, show uh, you just made that up. <laughs> yeah i did i did that's kind of good though that was kind of good i appreciate it i see you <laughs> I'm going to trademark that. Space. I'm going to oh trademark God. that. Take a seat in the nosebleeds. You don't, can't afford tickets to this show. To the floor seats, no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yo. Yo. Going to get a whole t-shirt with that essay on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. seats in the nosebleeds, dot, 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 and then you got to read the back. Yeah. 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 You can't afford seat from Merch seats coming soon. Show. It's too long. You got to make it's it look a, it's a, I'll figure it out. Yeah, like people uh, using the rolling on the floor, yeah. laughing my ass off when that uh, ROL, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Just yeah. say I'm laughing. Yeah. Or LOL. Like, I don't need the full ROL, M N M blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's just like a little <laughs> dead symbol. A dead. The dead symbol. Dead. Money. Yeah, dead. the dead there symbol. Hey, they were <laughs> full circle here. Full circle. <laughs> well, on that That's note, it. let's dead this conversation. We killed it. <laughs> Yo, I can't with you. I can't with you. Yo, dead ass. Oh, dead ass. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> okay. Okay. We need to stop this. We're going to lose like... Uh, we're going to lose like eight of our ten listeners. Damn, yo. <laughs> you wild. You wild. Thank you, everybody, right. for listening. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs>Thank you again for listening. Obviously, I won. So follow us on Twitter. <laughs> if we cut she's just there, jokes. she's got jokes. That's why. You know, that's why I, I love her because she's funny. <laughs> we're at, we're on Twitter at carpool d i e m. That's carpool d i e m. Check it out. Thanks Bye. for listening. Peace.